and you restart, then it's like, oh, you do need the driver for this. Okay, I started recording beforehand, just in case. Yeah, you sound great. Well, we missed the comedy moment then. <laughs> Weird. With the comedy moment where we all cry over the fact that after 184 episodes, we're still experiencing audio issues. I mean, it's never going to stop. It's it's part of the brand at this point. God, Honestly. We should just rename the pod. We were audio issues. Yeah, we are audio issues. We are audio we issues. Are audio yeah. issues. <laughs> Back to 184 episodes. It's not JJ. It's Andy. There's JJ though. Hello and Michael. Hey everybody. I'm so happy to be back, you guys. I listened to the episode and I felt I felt so alone and so happy at the same time. <laughs> you you were missed, but uh, you were on vacation. So it sounds like we all ended vacation with the sniffles. Yeah, a little bit. Two thirds of us. Yeah, knock knock on wood, not not yet. <laughs> At least mine is waning, JJ. Maybe yours sounds like it's waxing. Yeah, unclear, but oh, it's no. definitely in effect today, unfortunately. Well, bummer, buddy. Bummer. Uh, uh before I find out how your vacations were, one quick note. <laughs> JJ. Andrew. You sent me a title of Cybertruck, which to be fair, was a decent portion of the discussion that you guys were surprisingly level-headed about, I would like to say. We we tried to keep it PG. How, though, was the title <laughs> that you sent me not Pumpkin Pie Believer? <laughs> I gotta know how the bourbon pumpkin pie turned out, man. Yeah. Oh, it, it was good. Um, I think I liked it better. I definitely got a couple people who were like, I can't really tell the difference here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I enjoyed it more than the other one. I, it didn't change the flavor a lot. What did it, it do to the flavor? It definitely gave it some more, like some other things to taste than the standard pumpkin pie flavor. Okay. Is that because the bourbon-ish flavor overwhelms the spices or you use less spices or how does that go? No, I, I literally followed the exact same recipe, but I just also put bourbon in one of them and then not in the other one. <laughs> so it literally was like bourbon, not bourbon. That was the difference. <laughs> cool. Um, and yeah, but it tasted different. I, not strikingly different, but there was a little bit of like, I don't know, like a smoke or a sweetness or a something... A, a twang or something in there with the spices or maybe my brain was tricking me i don't know it did not look significantly different uh but i thought it tasted a little better and non-zero number of other people agreed with me there were definitely some people who also said like yeah i can't taste the difference or were there any uh pumpkin pie true believers that said you had ruined it no i didn't get anyone who said it was like hey this is just bad okay but then again, I don't typically get that with my regular pies either. So <laughs> well, that's, a, that's a good <laughs> that's a better statement, I guess. Yeah, uh, there's also definitely like the case where people are smothering their pie in whipped cream, 
And so then what are they really tasting here? <laughs> right. I, I, I feel uh, which, uh, look, it's, it's a it's a fun thing to do. I do it sometimes, and I can't be mad at anyone who wants to have the whipped cream, too. It's certainly part of the pie. There are certain pies that deserve whipped cream. Um, I think, though, that if I'm trying a different recipe or a new recipe or somebody's pumpkin pie for the first time, I go at least non-half whip on the first bite or, or a couple. You know, like a couple bites, no whip. And then... Then you added it. Yeah, you got to try it before you before you add seasoning. Sure, exactly. Yes, that's how flavor. I feel as well. Oh, well. Uh, I inspired by you today at Costco found a bourbon aged maple syrup. Hey, uh, there is a craft distillery near us that makes those, and it is apparently unbelievably good. That I'm sounds excited. awesome. I have never had it, uh, but I know people who swear by it, and it's like outrageously expensive for a small little bottle of syrup. Oh, this <laughs> uh, thankfully was Costco price. <laughs> Good. Uh, which sometimes is not cheap, but at least is affordable in a certain sense. Oh, man. Well, Michael, it was cool to hear the little preview of your trip out already, having completed Thanksgiving before the pod. I was mid-drive slash working on prepping a wedding and Thanksgiving on the Monday last week. So that's how my week went. <laughs> so not busy at all. Uh, no. I mean, there was so much time between the ex the football game, the birthday party, the wedding and the Thanksgiving that I just don't know where it went. <laughs> oh man. I, I kid. It was a lot of fun. It was a great weekend. Uh, of course, you know, the kids get tired, you get tired, you get sick, etc. But it was a good week off. Uh, JJ, yours? Yes? Good? I'm okay. mad, Jelly, that you get a whole week. That's the most important thing to be aware of here. Well, you know, you kind of make your own schedule sometimes. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, look, if I had had the options for that, I'm, I'd have done it. Uh, I had a good time. Went up to see my parents for the Thanksgiving and everything, and then had kind of a chill weekend. After that, I actually played some video games, which is nice. Nice. Uh, but that's not the story that I want to recount to you. Uh-oh. I want to okay. re- recount a story that happened to me today. Uh, this is not work. vacation time. Returning from vacation to work. Uh, you know, it's already going to be a downer because, you know, I had this long series of days off. I got to have restful, uh, some relaxation there, played some games. You know, cooked some meals, had a good time, ate leftovers, you know, the whole the whole stuff in the Thanksgiving season. Is it do your works either of your works do like a big potlucky thing with Thanksgiving leftovers? I feel like that's necessary. We did a small potluck before Thanksgiving. My work used to do a small potluck before Thanksgiving, and the way they organized it, they outgrew it, and so they stopped doing it because it was like three hundred person potluck, and that's just not. <laughs> not sustainable. <laughs> nah, you got to do it in like departments or something at that at that area. Okay. Well, yeah. anyway, back to your. I don't. So uh, I I go in to the office today, uh, and I had had some pre warning that this was going to happen because uh, I was astute and checked the news. Uh, hey, you know what's a great convenience of modern uh, life and civilization? Phones. The internet. running water. Running water. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's pretty good to have. Um, 
But I mean, I guess it's good to have the water that runs, but it would be better if you could drink it. Uh, which I was not allowed to do at work today because the entire city where my office resides was under a boil water advisory. Due to the storm. Oh, speaking of which, it's cold and stormy here in California. Yeah, we got uh, an insane amount of rain over the Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, just a truly dumping amount on Thursday and Friday. And then I guess a, a bit into Saturday and Sunday as well. Lesser degrees there, but. Just a lot of rain, and apparently the city where my work resides uh, had a uh, storm drain backflow into the system, as it were. I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, that's what they have determined is the cause at this point. How does that happen? Well, about 80 billion tons of rainwater are fighting against a valve... And on the other side is a giant reservoir that holds, like, 70 billion tons of water. And so then the, the weight on one side is bigger than the other and the valve breaks, which I, is the only thing I can make up. Like, I don't, I don't know is the answer. Uh, and they haven't issued, like, an official statement or whatever um, other than this is what they think happened. But uh, that meant that all of the fountains, all of the faucets, all of the like drinking water in the entire buildings of my work were all shut off today. Well, you know what? At least the toilets were running. Yes. The toilets were running. I was worried for really a few minutes there. They would have had to send people home. Uh, But instead uh, they could just tell you to bring water bottles to work and be, and you'll be okay. Oh, by the way, the city forced every restaurant to close in the entire city. So there's nowhere you could eat, including the cafeteria if I were, obviously, because uh, they they can't boil like a restaurant can't boil water like that to, you know, make it safe to serve food. So everyone had to bring their lunch. Hope that you knew that in advance. (laughs) You were in a bad place. Going to be a little hungry. Yeah. yeah. So how, uh, and also, you know, I mean, you know what else is connected to the water system? All the coffee makers. How crabby were people today? <laughs> uh, there were a lot of really grumpy people <laughs> on my building and my uh, my group today. How many uh, people about ten years older than you, who usually down four cups of coffee, were just sitting there rubbing their temples? Uh, I wasn't like you know going in and and you know checking up on everyone. Uh, but I definitely heard a lot of grousing about it in the hallway for sure. <laughs> uh, and thankfully, I think someone found a Starbucks that wasn't like ludicrously far away and made some kind of a like desperation move of like, okay, I have like 45 minutes until a meeting I have to be in. I'm taking an order. What do people want? <laughs> <laughs> kind of a thing. Um, but yeah, it was uh, is bedlam. Uh, and as far as I know, uh, can continue tomorrow. So wonderful. Oh. Oh boy. They have not solved this problem. Nope. The advisory was until further notice. I have not received further notice as of <laughs> the time that I left the office today. If, I mean, if what you say is roughly what happened and something backed into a reservoir, what do they even do? Uh, you know, I assume they clear out the part of that reservoir, uh, sanitize it. And then have to sanitize the whole system, right? Like, you don't, I don't know what what else you can do. Supposedly, they're saying, like, the quality tests and everything are passing and that, you know, yeah, the water was discolored, but it was not, like, dangerous or whatever. 
but that doesn't mean like you can just you know drink storm drain water right that's not good for you probably mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh yeah the you know they were handing out water bottles and flats of water at city hall this apparently which i did not go to see uh, since i do not live in that city uh also, thankfully you were working <laughs> yeah also i was working <laughs> man wow what an adventure yeah not the kind of adventure you necessarily want to go on but hey we're here I, now Might i, as I well figured live like, yeah i figured like hey they have filtered water like it's that's probably okay nope all that was shut off too it's like man grumpy i'd be grumpy just thinking about it yeah totally oh, bummer all right let's get out of a grumpy mood yeah Some stuff happened over the course of this weekend and going in chronological order i don't i i know we're supposed to feel guilty about being consumers and having gotten older and wiser oh we should spend you know on things that ma- blah 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 you know, our podcast sometimes, I'm going to get on my high horse here, <laughs> says you shouldn't spend your money the rest of the year because you should look for values in things. And so I bought stuff on Black Friday. All right. Hey. JJ? Not really. Uh, I bought a couple things today, mostly gifts for people and sure, stuff sure. for Christmas. Um, not really too much for myself. All right. Michael? Not- um, there's a very large box downstairs with a, uh, a chair in it. Some assembly <gasps> required. Ooh. What did we get? Um, I got myself a, um, a probably a midline mesh backed office chair. I went mesh back as well. Last time I upgraded. I yeah, was, man. uh, I was telling JJ last week that we, um, our office rolled out new chairs a couple of years ago and they went from just standard cloth chairs to mesh back mesh seats. And I, I have really appreciated it. Yeah. They're, it, yeah. They're more comfortable than they look by a lot. Yep. I have a mesh chair here and I have one at my office and A plus. Love those things. <laughs> well, I get to excite JJ for a minute. Mm-hmm. I have joined a crowd populated by Nathan Drake or just just one person in that crowd or <laughs> uh hmm I'm trying to think of other characters that I know from that are exclusive to this platform uh, uh Atreus Yeah sure do you want me to shout out the answer here? Kratos, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. He's technically been on like other platforms as well, but Clank yeah, I... and or Ratchet. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, d- no, Mm-mm. they're not. They're no longer exclusive because they're on Xbox. But almost Sora and Mickey and Donald. Right. Yeah. Th- those are on Xbox. Definitely. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Black Friday bundles were around for PlayStation 4, JJ. Yeah, they were. Which came with Last of Us, God of War, and Horizon Zero Dawn built in. Okay. I have not played Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, although I know many people who have and they say they like it. Yeah. I have played God of War. We talked about it on this podcast. Yeah. And I think you. I think you will like that game a lot. (laughs) 
Uh, I thought the the deal was pretty good. It was like a third off of a normal PlayStation price. Plus is it games? A, is it a regular PlayStation or it a is pro? not a pro? Okay. I do not own a f- own 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 a 4K television. Yeah. So Does, like, I mean, do any of no us? Point. I don't know if any of us own one. Nope. Well, no. I don't. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't see a point in the pro. Seems fair. Considering the Yo. price difference is 200 like bucks minus. Is it 200 bucks? I think it's, well, it was 200 on Black Friday because the deal wasn't as good. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, the only reason I have heard outside of the 4K stuff to get a pro is that, hey, because it's faster, like the load times are less awful. But, eh, I didn't find the load times egregious in any of the games you just mentioned, so, okay. or the ones I've played anyway, so. I'll be interested. I mean, hey, it's a console, you die, it's gonna, gonna take a minute to load back, like. Sure. Yeah. I'm interested to try out some of the exclusives. I've kind of felt like the price was worth the jump into the kind of, maybe what, what is the end of it, this life cycle, maybe? Uh, yeah, we're definitely winding down here, the scuttlebutt on the internet is that the PlayStation 5 is due to be announced next holiday. Yep. Or due to come out next holiday. Yes, so. be announced, officially announced early next year. I went through a huge 14-page list of PlayStation 4 games. Mm-hmm. And is it crazy of me to say that the PlayStation 4 library is probably the lightest PlayStation library that exists in terms of quality? I think you have to consider that if you were looking at exclusive only games, right? Then yeah, it's probably going to be pretty light. Although I think you might then find the Xbox exclusive only games are equally or even more as light. Okay. Uh the thing that is different is that there isn't just a lot of exclusive games coming out anymore. Right. Nearly everything Unless you're is Nintendo, out. right? Right. Nearly everything is coming out on both PlayStation and Xbox, whether like immediately or eventually. And then in a lot of cases, PC or, you know, PC later. Um, So you don't have that like, ooh, you got to buy the thing for this. However, there are like a few other games you didn't mention, right? Like Persona 5 is on there. Oh, that's true. Persona, But Persona might end up on PC also. They've shown no inclination of ever doing that. Oh, okay. But uh, I would love for them to do it. I would very happily buy those games again. So I. <laughs> um, well, the, but, yeah, wait, but they're also I would on love it Switch, if they did. right? Aren't Persona games on Switch? Uh, the is Persona Five on Switch? I don't think so. Didn't they add Joker to Smash because of that? Ooh, yeah, that seems like a thing they would do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty no, no, sure it did. No research? No research? Yeah. I mean, we're not doing research on this podcast, but I don't think Nintendo would put a character from a game that wasn't on their platform, so. Hmm. I don't know. It came out on PS4 first. That's what I remember. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I I am excited to plug it in and play the few games that I really wanted to play this generation, which were, mm-hmm. uh, 
the Kingdom Hearts. And I'm going to play Kingdom Hearts 2.8 moment fragment deliverance and whatever the subtitles of Kingdom Hearts 3 are. I don't know, but you're going to give yourself a little aneurysm. You got to be careful trying to pull that stuff out of your... Isn't that... I don't know. I was... I used words that I remembered from being subtitles (laughs) in Kingdom Hearts games. Uh, Anyway, so, yeah. Yeah. Braved the Black Friday. Braved the Black Friday, because I had to go get a... That was an actual well. question, though. Are you actually going to play the 2.8 one? Or oh, yeah. I, the there's a, a collection story. called The Story So Far. Which I was going to ask, are you going to buy the, the bundle? Yeah, the big the three-pack three, three pack of the 1.5, 2.5, 2.8. Yeah, I'll, I'll just grab that. Got it. I have played one. I started two and never finished it. I'm interested enough. I don't, I don't care how crazy it gets. <laughs> <laughs> Very. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fun. Cool. But uh yeah. Anyway. So I had to brave I had to brave the crowds anyway to get a phone. So I thought, I'm getting a little something for me. Are we burying the lead here? Did you buy a phone also? Not for me. No. Oh, okay. Uh, I did use Black Friday to buy a phone. By the way, Target was not any busier than a normal day. On 8 a.m. on a Friday, on a Black Friday. That was weird. Huh. Is that because, though, they opened their doors at 6 p.m. Thursday? Probably. And, like, all the deals that Are were online. that were Black Friday deals were probably out of the way by then. And then they had the phones only on Friday, which I thought was a great system because I got to walk in and was done in an hour. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, solid, man. Yeah. Like... Separate your deals out a little bit so that, like, the people that are going to rush the doors for the $100 TV aren't the same people that are like, I'm just in here to get 20% off of a $1,000 phone, please. You know? Yeah, dude. Anyway. Definitely a uh, a symptom of all this stuff is the, like, Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals getting split up now so that... Even though you can get some of the Black Friday deals online, you then have to go back again because the sales change on Cyber Monday, which is annoying. Yep. One, and whether or not you got the best deal on Black Friday or Cyber Monday, like uh, iPads, yeah. I you think, were it on- $20 cheaper today than they were on Friday. What? Yep. Su- surprise if you waited. Ugh. Cool. But there were, I feel like there were just as many products where you passed up on the deal on... Black Friday, I think, and maybe Cyber Monday will be better, and just... Now they're gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, deals that can't go away, that are still going, that I have a question about. Steam sale. Yeah. It's... I have... Is it time to jump into Civilization Six? I mean, as a biased person who has already been in Civilization Six for a while... Sure. The discount is deep. It is. But what you need is the one that includes all the stuff. That's true. And are we done with all the stuff? I mean, there are two full expansions out, right? Uh Uh-huh. There's Gathering Storm and Rise and Fall. And together, those two sort of bring the game to 
I guess, a comparable level to what Civ Five was with Brave New World, right? Which was the last expansion Completion, for that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I think that was their third expansion for that game, maybe. I trust I you. <laughs> I don't remember. Anyway, uh, I really like Civ Six where it's at now. I think it's been gotten pretty good. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, if you want to play Civ, this is the time to play Civ. Hmm. I would say, though, if you're going to play Civ 6, stay away from the Switch version. Wait, why? Yeah. Have you have you heard about this, JJ? I have heard some things about this. So there is currently a bug with the Switch version of Civ 6 that causes your game to crash just before you claim victory. Every, cool. Wait, which is a particular type of be, victory or any victory? I believe it is any kind of victory. Yes, it is any type of victory, and it will crash your game. Wonderful. Oh, that sounds good. So, yeah, it sounds like the most infuriating time to have your game crash on you. But fortunately, someone has found a workaround. So this is only for the Switch version of the game? It apparently only affects the Switch version of the game. And is this a Nintendo problem or a Firaxis problem? Um, have no idea at the moment. Although okay. I, I think I heard that Firaxis is looking into it. Of course they are. So <laughs> I would look yeah, into so, it too. So I would imagine that it's a port problem and not a hardware problem. Okay. Um, but they, uh, an unofficial workaround has been announced, which apparently lets you still claim victory as long as you declare war on the civilization that is causing the game to crash. How do you... Wait, a civilization <laughs> is causing the game to crash? So you have to you have to save your... When you're getting close to the end, you have to save your game. Uh-huh. And then you have to pay attention to whichever Civ's turn it is that falls immediately before the game crashes. So, Once oh, you so figure is- it out... You reload your save, you declare war on that sieve and hit next turn, and the game doesn't crash. I would declare war on them, too, for crashing my game. <laughs> I mean, valid re- valid Cassus Belly or whatever those are uh, in Civ Six. So, yeah, valid reason to go to war, as far as I'm concerned. Because it prevents your victory. <laughs> That's funny. Well, how weird. I was staring uh, the, at Civ 6 all day today. The thing that I would say about, uh, although I believe this Steam sale probably ends before people hear this. Oh, it might. Uh, December, December 3rd at 10 a.m. So you will Ooh. be have, it will now be over. Yes. We hope you got something good, friends. Yeah. If you, you Andrew, know, we hope you made up pod- your mind in the next 12 hours. Here. So you, psh, This is the time of year for the We Were Gamers motto. Find your value, right? Tell us what you found. Email us. Let us know. The only other caveat about Civ 6 is that I don't know the status of that port versus like the stuff that goes into the PC game. I know it took them a very long time to get the expansions from when they released initial Civ 6. Uh, I don't know if they are all integrated out there now or not. And the expansions, I would say, are pretty important. I definitely enjoyed my time a lot more once the expansion started rolling in. This has the Platinum Edition with everything at 70% off. Oof. 
Yeah. The thing that annoys me is that Civ also usually includes a bunch of like DLC civilizations, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, and they come with scenarios and stuff. But also, what if I didn't get all of those DLC civilizations and the price was like $8 less? <laughs> yeah, maybe even like $17 less in this case. Depending on how much they all cost or whatever. Mm-hmm. So something to consider. Because I believe the individual expansions themselves are also on discount. Oh, good question. Oh, I see. Yeah, you'd still pay more if you started buying individual expansions. Hmm. Nah, yeah, you're, all right. You're almost got, yeah. you're almost always better off buying uh, the bundles bundle. when they're on sale. The bundle. Oh well. Which I did. I actually did get something this Steam sale. Oh, what'd you get? Um, so I have thoroughly enjoyed the Tomb Raider reboot games. Oh, is it finally I, time to close it out? It is time to close it out. So I picked up the um, the last one, which is Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Nice. Uh, and it came with uh, uh, all of, basically it was a, a season pass. So it was all the DLC, uh, which was like eight different um extra challenge missions hmm. cool and i think the whole thing the whole thing was less than or around half the price of the base game by itself so yeah that's yeah. value right there steep steep discounts nice so i have not i have not booted it up yet um i actually i had just a little bit of time over the weekend and booted up um something that I got for free recently, which is a, a throwback, the original Lego Batman. The, oh, Michael. I wish hey, you'd Andrew, how me. much? I really wish much? you'd ask me before you bought that. How much time? Oh, I didn't buy have? it. It was, it was free. Oh. How much time do you have spent playing that game, Andrew? Way, 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 way too many hours to 100% <laughs> it with, with my beautiful, lovely... Caring and very <laughs> patient wife. Yeah, I was going to say patience—the one you're looking for there. <laughs> yeah. I I still, I still remember you and I, Andy. What was that one level we spent oh at least an hour on, trying repeating that one section over one and over? One section again. of jumps. One section, because the game was so badly coded. Those Lego games get better as they go on. I'll just yeah, say. I was I was gonna try. I was to say like the more modern ones, like the redos of the Star Wars ones, they're much 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 better games. They they were they were a novelty when they came out during the Wii generation. And it was like I'm playing a Lego version of Luke Skywalker, hooray! But then you'd like the static camera on levels when you can't see everything. You'd fall off ledges randomly, just glitching all over the... It's just... It's a nightmare. And Lego the Batman combat was be always, the worst of them. <laughs> the combat was always just like, mash the X button while you're generally in the vicinity of the bad guys and hope that you hit, hit them. Hit yep. them three times and they fall apart. Yeah. So, it was free. So, nothing wasted. Fair enough. The okay. correct price. Free is, an, free is an okay price to enjoy Lego Batman <laughs> for five minutes. Yep. Oh, so man. at some point soon, un- unwinding from that rabbit hole, at some point soon, I will dive into Shadow of the Tomb Raider. 
That nice. was a rabbit hole, wasn't it? Man, that <laughs> I should write like a review ten years, fifteen years later of Lego Batman. My God, we were we were gamers post review. Yeah, we what we should co- yeah we could do that. We, we could do that as a as a segment. Do a do a ten year look back or fifteen or however many year look back we want to do. Post review is that what it's called? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, sure. I just made that up. Well, it's the best title I can think of. <laughs> Chip it. We said it on the it. podcast. It's live now. All right. Here's here's a preview. Post-review Lego Batman. Bad game. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, will you know what I did uh, this weekend when I had some free time? Free time? I know. I had free time. That's not what this podcast is about. What did you did? I played video games. Huh? Oh, t- wait. I- hold on. Wait. Did you finally finish Fire Emblem then? Uh uh oh. <laughs> no. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> See what happened was What what happened was that uh I decided I was bored of that and I wanted to do something else. Oh, so the second playthrough doesn't hold up, huh? Well, it I am still interested in the story, but the problem is that there is so much stuff to do in between the story battles. I want uh-huh. to just go and skip all the things that you need to do to make your units overpowered, but then it's not fun if you're not overpowered. So right. then, uh, I know what you played because it came out last week. You played Sword and Shield. Which one did you pick? Sword or Shield? Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon. N- n- no. No, but I did try uh, a thing where you could have collected them all. I played some Battletech, Andrew. You tried Battletech out? Yeah. After the remember new that game expansions? Remember that game we talked about a bunch a year or two uh, ago? I plan to talk podcast? about it again. Uh, I assume this might mean that their most recent Heavy Metal expansion has dropped? It has. Okay, so this that's the third expansion for the game or the second? It is the third. It is the final piece of content for the season pass okay so we've had uh city expansion uh that's fire. urban warfare that was the second one that and then the first one was uh was the extended campaign missions flashpoint and this is heavy metal which is big mechs and what else uh a bunch of interesting changes in uh so they added a bunch of heavy mechs but they also added some light and medium mechs they made a bunch of new weapons available. Oh. Uh, they overhauled kind of the way stores work, which, I, to be fair, I don't know when these overhauls went in. It could have been during any of the other any uh, sort of times. store <laughs> store anything would be new. Uh, there's a bunch of filters now on the star map, so you can highlight, like, missions of certain levels or can you worlds hi- with certain traits. Can you highlight or... the one freaking piece of a spider mech that I'm missing from one random store? Uh, that isn't the case anymore. Mechs are way more distributed to a lot of different places. So oh. it's much easier to buy pieces of mechs and in some cases whole mechs. So now I can finally get my collect all achievement. Right. The collect all achievement only includes the mechs that shipped with the original game, which is really hard to do now because the random missions that they have added in that game are way different. And I- they have... They have switched up the number and types of those missions such that I feel like a bunch of them are way more interesting in a lot of cases than the actual missions in the campaign. I am annoyed. I love this game and I'm excited to hear about heavy metal when you continue, but that annoys me because I collected every mech in that game. 
and there was a bug that if you started your campaign before patch 1.0.2, you couldn't complete the collect them all achievement on that save. You had to start a new one. And so to go back now... Now I'm going to have to spend twice as many hours tracking down the original mechs. I mean, it's the same amount of hours you spent before, right? It's still the same. The list is the same for that achievement. Right, but you said they're more they're more widely distributed, right. so they're going to be harder to find, right? Well, it's just that there's a lot of other new mechs in the pool now. Okay. And since a lot of those new mechs come with new equipment, which is in some cases uh, unique to those mechs, you are interested in getting and using those mechs. Yeah. Did they finally add a Hatchet Man? Yes, I believe Hatchet Man is in the game. Uh, I also believe they added the Warhammer and the Marauder, two of the Unseen, Ooh. which is a big deal. Ooh. That update was free, I'm to understand. What's free? The update that adds the Warhammer and the Marauder uh, oh. mechs, which were promised as part of the Kickstarter, but were not able to be well, put what, in because of legal what's reasons. What's the paid content, then? Uh, everything else. <laughs> Which includes a bunch of new weapons, uh, several different new mechs, new mission types, uh, a unique flashpoint, and some other stuff. Andrew, how do you feel about a snub-nosed PPC? Okay, so it's a shorter-range PPC? A shorter-range PPC that fires like a cluster of projectiles instead of a single it's a one. PPC shotgun? Kind of, yeah. Is it a PPC <laughs> shotgun? Uh-huh. It's quite a bit hotter uh, than a PPC, and the range obviously less but it produces the same sensor impairing effect and yeah fires a cluster of uh projectiles how much damage does that do depends i mean a lot i mean if you hit with all of them on the same piece yeah oh. but you know i mean when you miss with all of them uh not very much it's so satisfying to load a mech down with ppcs and like just obliterate people and then have your mech overheat instantly and explode yeah fun <laughs> Uh, they added uh, the ability for stray shots, which is, I don't think, a thing that was in the game at launch. No, you missed, you missed. Right, and now if you miss, there's a chance it will hit something also in the arc or line. Like your so own like, mechs? Like your own mechs, or the guy behind that guy, Buildings? or next to that guy. Buildings, Tanks? sure, anything. Whatever's there. Sweet. Mine. Yeah. Uh, that changes the calculus a lot of cases too when you're spamming missiles. Hmm. Uh, if you're, uh, they also lowered damage on long range missiles. I think they did this quite a while back, but they lowered the damage on long range missiles from yeah, release. LRMs were really, really good. Yeah, and they're not. They are still good, but you need to be shooting a lot of them, and you need to be hitting with most of them. And you can't just, like, load up every mech with a suite of LRM-15s and 20s and just knock all your opponents to the ground constantly. Or at least it's much, much harder to do that. Hmm. Uh, they've added Inferno rounds, which are uh, missiles that shoot uh, and do a very small amount of damage but add heat with each hit. Ooh. Uh, they added the LBX cannons, which are, like, actual shotguns, basically. That sounds good. I haven't used any of them because uh, they're well, very might expensive. Might not be that good because spreading out damage is not great. Yeah, but you know, if you put it on the guy that has a bunch of flamers and is just running in anyway, true. Uh, they have changed the way um, that light mechs can be uh, uh, can accrue the evasion stuff. So making that, light mechs better. 
they have they can accrue a lot of evasion charges like five and six in some cases uh compared with your normal mechs getting quite a bit less uh they've changed like all of the talent trees and stuff all that stuff is completely redone for the mech warriors dude this sounds like a whole new game yeah, and to be fair, like it's possible some of this stuff has gone in in the first two expansions and we just didn't notice. I think that both of you, both of you and I had the same opinion, which was, all right, there's three expansions coming and they've promised a lot of different changes here. I'm not going to get into it before we know where we're going to be at. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this might be time for me to jump back in and we're going to have another series of Battletech pods. Maybe even Michael's turn to jump in. I know, I've got it. It's it's sitting there calling me. <laughs> the thing to note is that the flashpoints, the kind of like mini campaign missions that kind of go back to back to back with no rest in between, are not available in the campaign mode until after you finish the campaign. Wait, uh, say, so that's, say that's, wait, what? You can't so use you, the new missions until after you've beaten the campaign? If you, n- no, listen. Okay. Listen to me. If you are doing a flashpoint, right, which is a set of missions that happen randomly on worlds that are occur back to back with no kind of break in between. Yes. Right. Uh, just like, you know, you go back up to space and then you go back down again, uh, no time to repair or anything. Uh, those missions are disabled in the campaign games until you complete the campaign. That makes sense. It does make sense. And the, there's a in world justification for it, which is like, Hey, you can't just kind of be like off traveling in, for the same reason that during the campaign, travel is restricted to certain parts of space. You can't just go flying off into Steiner and Davignon territory and stuff whenever you want to. <laughs> uh, because you're in, you're ostensibly, uh, you know, being bought by this, uh, these particular group of nobles. And they're probably not interested in you kind of just flying off to wherever you and want. a f- certain amount of time you're flying around in a rust bucket that just can't make it that far. <laughs> Yeah, and even once you get to the point where you could make it that far, they're like, look, we don't want you to go over, so you can't, right? And so then once the map opens up post-campaign, those things start coming in. However, they have a career mode, which is basically like you just start with the main ship and a few mechs and stuff, and then there's no campaign missions, and it's just, hey, go around and take contracts and do what you want. Uh, And they are active from the beginning in that mode. Cool. So that might be the way to play if that's the stuff that you're interested in, rather than seeing the story of the campaign again. I might just Although, play it all again, man. It's so I good. Will, I will tell you the campaign missions are nice because they give big payouts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice to get a lot of money from those. Anyway, uh, so I've been doing that. Uh, Warrior 5 is supposed to be dropping here soon. Yeah. I, I, have you seen any updates on this game? By the way, not really. Uh, Epic Store exclusive, right? Epic Store exclusive. Hardly really any updates on it. And the last trailer they put out was "quote unquote" the opening cinematic to the game, which kind of just is like mercenaries. They're they're cool and they have robots. Think, think like, okay, JJ, this won't mean anything to you, but Michael, Werner Herzog's speech about what it means to be a mercenary and a Mandalorian. <laughs> Imagine how good that is. 
and just go exactly the opposite direction oh, no. on your narration. <laughs> that's yeah. what, that's how it's narrated. That opening thing is just like a word. I couldn't that, that be sounds more like hard pass. I could not be more bored right now if you tried to bore me. Yeah, I I liked the old MechWarrior Mercenary games. Loved MechWarrior it. MechWarrior 2, uh, 2 Mercenaries, MechWarrior 3 and Mercenaries. I played a bunch of those games. Uh, I didn't really play much of MechWarrior 4. I didn't have the the good computers at that time. Right. And it's, you know, a return to form simulation stuff would be cool, but mm, man. It's gotta, I mean, it's got to have the charm and the character that like MechWarrior 2 Mercs had. You would hope, right? Because the lore certainly could support that kind of stuff. And Battletech has it, right? The the stuff I will say that the some of these updates adds is with the varied missions and stuff in Battletech, you really get a sense of like, hey, I'm working for this like this group, and they have like goals and opinions, and they're like, hey, we don't like these other people. We want you to go wipe them out. And your reputation with those people is gonna suffer. <laughs> Did you try the new rep system? Uh, yeah, it's in there. Uh, and, you know, you, you can't fly into a lot of these great houses' territories, but they're definitely, like, present on a lot of these planets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, you'll work with them. You can get discounts in their stores if your rep is high enough. Um, you gotta, gotta work at it in order to do that, of course. Okay. Because um, last I checked, the rep kind of did nothing. A little bit of discount, maybe in the store. I I don't remember, but it was easy to have rep with everybody because you could use you could take missions with Steiner, and they were all versus like Marauders. You didn't have to like take missions that would ruin your rep with anyone else. But you right. had to grind and, on those missions, and those missions still exist, right? Reps against like oh the local pirate organization or whatever. But the pirate organization is also a rep that you could be grinding. No. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yep, totally is. Oh, that's right. The pirate planets, the black market planets. Uh, the black market is a separate store that exists on planets that have it now. Uh, and such as you could tab over to it and see a different list of wares on the black market. Uh, however, I don't know how to access it yet. And it just says, (laughs) hey, you, you can't access this. So I assume that that's a thing that you run into at some point. Cool, man. Yeah, it's uh, really fun, and I really am liking... Like, I, I will tell you about one specific mission that I ran into, because it was definitely something that never happened to me at all before in the base game. Uh, the mission was like, hey, go take out this Lance of Mechs, right? Pretty much a straight-up kind of like, hey, go blow these guys up mission. Okay, a Lance is four guys, so I knew it's going to be four on four. I'll bring my stuff that's good here, these guys that are my best guys. We're going to go out, we're just going to run over these guys, make some money, get out of there, right? We go in, and the first thing that happens is, hey, we're detecting a second dropship. What's going on? And and then you don't hear anything more about it for a few turns, and like, I see the the lance that I'm here to wipe out. Okay, things are good. Like, I'll start engaging them, you know, maneuver my guys. And they're like, "Uh, be advised, a second lance is on its way belonging to a third party not related to either of the two of us. Okay. And it's like, hey, looks like they're here to wipe both of you out. <laughs> that's... It's like, 
And it's like, oh no. <laughs> uh, how do you put them between you and the other people? <laughs> At that point, we were already, you know, we were fighting already. So it was a bit like, oh no, now they're coming in and jumping both of us. Um, you know, it was still a, it was a four on four on four at that point, uh, or maybe a four on three on. I four think they call I that a Royal Rumble. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, I had not seen any mission like that, and maybe if I had like been reading the mission text a lot closer, they would have hinted at something like that, <laughs> um, which I certainly was not doing. Um, but it was cool, man. And you know, then it's like, oh, okay, like this isn't so bad. They've got like two mediums and a and a two lights, and I've got like three mediums and a heavy. This will be no problem, right? Oh no, these other guys are three mediums and a light. That's like a lot of medium mechs now. That's awesome. I love yeah. that game. That game cool. gets so out of control so fast. It's great. Yes. I, I, I didn't really squeeze in much more than a few games of uh, Battlegrounds over the weekend. Which Murlocs, sounded like man. Sounded like there were some stumbles. Hey. Okay. How far down did you rank, Andrew? Because I downranked quite a bit. I was at 5,100 at my peak. Which is a rank number. It's kind of just generic number. Uh, I'm uh, hovering around 4,900 now. That's not too bad. But my hovering is either 4th place, 5th place, 5th place, 5th place, 5th place, 3rd place, 5th place. You know, like... Down rank, down rank, down rank, down rank, pop a little bit, down rank, down, you know. Uh, or then I do the seventh first scenario. It's kind of stable and then weirdly erratic. And uh, I don't seem to be going much of anywhere. <laughs> I dropped, uh, after the first update, I dropped, let's say, three or four hundred points from my high and I'm kind of like down in the 43 4400s now. You haven't bought into our new Murloc overlords, man. Dude, I love Murlocs. I'm happy to go them anytime, but it's just that there's just they're not available. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to be playing the Murloc, but I can't. Um but yeah, Battlegrounds is cool. I think they have announced a patch or update of some kind coming very soon. It's still a technically in beta, right? So Yeah. It's all it's all extra testing stuff. Uh, three new heroes, two new minions, uh, changes to some of the old heroes, and uh, yeah, definitely. There's certainly some of the heroes that are just too good, and some that are just you just can't win. Unplayable, yeah, yeah. Like, man, Draxus is great if no one else goes. De- oh, everyone else already went demons. I'm I'm screwed. Or that, like, demons are really hard to win with in the late game, so you don't want to go demons anyway. Right. It's like, oh, I didn't get Malganus, I lose the game. Yep. Or sometimes, you know, you get a golden Malganus, and then you have another golden Malganus. Yeah, dude. Like, it happens. It's so... Uh, they're also changing Light Fang. Uh, Light Fang Enforcer, which is a tier 5 that gives basically one of each type of unit, plus 2, plus 2, and they're making it plus 2, plus 1 instead. Probably still which, too good. It's probably still too good. It's a, it's definitely much worse. But yeah, that's still very good. Especially if you can discover it really early. It's always about when you get it. Yeah, if like the first tier 5 that you discover is Light Fang, it's like, prepare and, to get rolled. Yeah, especially if your board's set up for it, yeah. Yeah, I think the skill cap on that game has gone up considerably. Like, uh... 
Oh, yeah. People are good. Playing distracted and making mistakes loses you games now. Whereas before it was like, oh, man, I didn't quite spend all my gold that turn. Oh, well, whatever. I'll recover next turn. Now it's like I missed spending three gold last turn. I've now lost. It's definitely a case where there are, and depending on which hero you have, right? Like, yep. oh, it's way easier to like, who cares if you float gold or whatever playing Nefarian because his hero power is really, 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 really good. Or if you're like Patches who has double the health of everyone else in the game. But if you're like playing Dancing Daryl or George or some of the people who aren't as good, this is like, you better be using the maximum every turn or you are in trouble. I have got to be fully awake to play Dancing Daryl. I cannot. I have picked bad heroes over Dancing Daryl before because I knew I was not on a good enough Wi-Fi connection and or too tired. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the ones that I wouldn't ever play him on a phone. I think you have to play it on a PC. The, the lag on phones is extremely noticeable in the amount of extra time it takes and the amount less time you get per round. It's a big deal. They so. need to fix that probably. It just sucks because it affects some heroes so much more than other ones, right? Like mm. guys like Daryl get really, or like Rat King and Bran in some cases get like really hosed compared to like, oh, you're playing Nefarian, like whatever, man. Just like that last gold, use the hero power or whatever. Yeah. Woof. Yes. <laughs> woof indeed. I've actually been playing a second game though. No. I know, two, right? Two in one week? Look, hold on, man. Shocking. You're, you're damaging our rep here. We have a. I actually had free time. <laughs> we have to like stay on brand. We can't play too many games. No, seriously though, what'd you play? Uh, I, I put down the Fire Emblem not because I was tired of Fire Emblem. Well, that you also played BattleTech and Pokemon. Uh, I don't didn't play Pokemon. Uh, I played The Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening on the Switch. Oh, so instead of Pokemon, a game which I don't have and have no intention to play. <laughs> Stop trying to make fetch them all a thing. <sighs> fetch you mean Sir Fetched? <laughs> Sir the Fetched them all? <laughs> the one who's holding a leak as a sword? That's what I know about that guy. Moving on to Link's Awakening. Uh -huh. Link's Awakening. This is a redo. This was popular for a hot minute when it came out. I would say that sounds right. It is a really cute tilt shift kind of aesthetic. Remake. Right. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it better than what Tilt Shift is, but everything looks like it's in a toy box, right? It's a it's a video camera thing that I don't understand how you it's do. A, yeah, it's it's a perspective it's a trick. It's a photography thing. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, it makes it all look like they're little plastic toys running around on the screen, which is a really cool look. Um, and you know, you fight your your Octoroks and your Moblins and whatever other stuff. And then also like Goombas and Piranha Plants and Chain yep. Chomps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hadn't, they borrow I hadn't, liberally. I hadn't played this game uh, on the Game Boy where it came out originally, right? Original Game Boy? Mm, yes, original yeah. Game Boy. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. And then it was re-released on like the, the Super... Game Boy Color. Game Boy Color, okay. Uh, well, I definitely never played it there on either of those places. Uh, and this game is pretty cool. Hey, man, it's a Zelda game, you know? Dude, you, you like Zelda. <laughs> you get a sword, and then you run around, and you, you do the dungeons, and you get an item there, uh, and you use it to beat the boss, and then you go on to the next one, and there's more stuff. Uh, I will say that uh, 
I have had to open a walkthrough a couple times. <laughs> uh, it's definitely a, it's definitely a lot of like, hey, go to this place. It's like the the hint you get at the end of the thing is like waterfall. You're like, all right, it, it's real. It's it is vague in an old school game kind of way. Yeah, right, where it, the hints aren't really hints. It's like okay, I got to do something waterfall. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I've never seen a waterfall on this map in this parts that I've been to. So, uh, <laughs> must be somewhere you haven't the, been. Go find it. Wander around the entire map until you find the one waterfall. Man. The one that they mean. And then yeah. it's not just the waterfall that's the thing. You have to do a thing to get the thing that you use at the waterfall so that you can go to the dungeon that's behind it. Link's yep. Awakening was pre Prima Games, dude. You got to be able to figure this out. <laughs> yeah. So there was. I, I do have one small anecdote about this game. I I played the original way back when, and I had there was a time when I I think I had most of the game memorized, so I could I could play through it relatively quickly. But More I got, but <laughs> before it was even a thing, um, I w- could would constantly get nineteen and three quarters heart pieces, and I could never find the last one. And this oh, was, you know, this was before Game Facts. This was before looking up hints on the internet. Yeah. It's, this was just a, you know, if it's not in Nintendo Power, good luck. Um, And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't until years later when I actually could do all of those things that I suddenly remembered this and was like, you know what? Let me look up where that last piece of heart is. And it turns out, if you don't know the exact right square to dive in, in the moat around the castle, you're not going to find it. Mm-hmm. You can't just swim in the moat? You can, but you can't find the item unless you dive. Oh. And diving diving only takes you under for a quick second. Oh, no. Yeah. So and, unless you, and there's no hint anywhere in the game as to where this piece of heart is hiding. And I don't know if this is the case before, but the water is hard to see through. <laughs> yes, uh, it is. I it, The water in this game, at least, is somewhat clear, and you can kind of see. But when if it's like in a shadow or something, or like a rapids or whatever, dude, there's no chance. You're never uh, going to find imag- it. Now imagine it in green and black. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> How are the graphs? I mean, like, do you... You've been on it over the weekend. Do you still love the look after the weekend? <laughs> I think it's a great look. It's really, really cool. Like, I feel like I'm playing with toys a little bit, you know? It's like, oh, hey, I got the, um, one of the early ones that I the got. The rock feather? Yeah, which lets you jump. You can jump in this game. Cool. Uh, I know, right? Uh, and it's like, oh, I got the Pegasus boots. Oh, they're like cute little booties. Is like, that the yeah, one that gives fun. you the sword dash? Yes. Yes. Cool. Uh, like it was really, it's been really fun. Now I have heard uh, out there that there is like performance issues with this game. I haven't really experienced them too much. Did you? But play also, docked? yes. Okay. But also, I haven't been like looking for them really. Like, I, it's not like I'm like wandering around the area seeing if the frames are dropping or whatever. I'm just kind of like on my way, farming rupees, heading up to the place. Cool. You know. So I, I've been really enjoying it. I'll, I'm going to keep going. I think I'm on Dungeon 4 or almost on 4 or something like that. Okay. Four of I don't know how many because <laughs> which, one, which ones eight. count? I don't know. I have three instruments. How about that? Yeah, you'll get eight. 
Okay. In the most ridiculous plot of any Zelda game ever. The best plot. <laughs> best. Wake yeah. that windfish. Yeah, Wanna that's what I'm trying to do. Fight it's an egg. Fight a dude throwing eggs at you. That's so that game's game. good. Yeah. I'm excited you're playing it because I've wanted to play it for a while, so I want to hear about it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I think people should tell us what games they had free time for over the weekend. JJ. That sounds really good, and I would love to hear from you, the fine listeners of this podcast. And that you can send that information to us at podcast at wewergamers.com. We will certainly read it, and we may even uh, talk about it on the air. Michael, do we We've have done a Twitter? That we do have a Twitter. Um, we also have an Instagram and a Facebook, and all of those are We Were Gamers. Nice. Including the website, which is www.wewergamers.com. Maybe that's where the post-review reviews should go. Out in out in cyberspace, JJ? The interwebs. <laughs> the internet web. In cyber world. Oh, man. Oh, we, yeah, YouTube. YouTube's good. Uh, they have We have lists of things on there, and we're going to be closing the loop towards the end of the year here. We've made a list on some component class. We only have a few pieces left. It's going to be a goal, I think, of ours to knock that out. So if you're into that segment, check those out too. And JJ, thanks for being a champ and sticking it out, man. I know you weren't feeling great. I'm here for you, fine listeners. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys all next week. Bye.